what is this episode seven? Oh man we've already done seven of these well technically i've done six this is my six right this is or... my seven yes uh so you're one of those cast members that doesn't show up all the time oh man well i already told you my demands and last episode you weren't giving them to me so mm. so anyway how you been what have you been up to uh chilling dog freaking uh, my cousin came over from dc for the weekend which is why oh. i had to skip the pod sad yeah. boys yeah interesting but... interesting how you made up that excuse <laughs> uh-huh so, but yeah it was fun it was really cool seeing everybody everybody That's was cool. chilling did you watch anything um uh, anime no I mean, since we're actually doing an anime episode, I guess that kind of counts. Well, what? What have you been watching? Oh, Darling in the Frank. Darling in the Franks. What's that about? That which is a mecha anime. I'm like on the sixth. Wait, episode. that's the one we watched the first episode. Yes, too. it drew me oh. back in. I that's saw, like I... that's like pre Pilot Boys, like Pilot Boys before the podcast. Oh, that's like. For real, we did watch the pilot together, huh? Yeah, we never talked about like why we started doing the podcast. Well, that's gonna be a secret episode only for the viewers. Yeah, I guess we, sh- we should say right, like that pay the monthly fee. Motherfucker, no one even <laughs> listens to this shit. It's just you and me. <laughs> that's only for our premium subscribers. subscribers. Lol. <laughs> How is nah. it? Uh, it's pretty good. It's it's really. I feel like it tries to be um, Neon Genesis sometimes, but like that serious. Yeah, like they try to be serious, but I I can't I can't take them serious because of the whole uh they pilot mechas by like uh, loving each other. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like oh, I can only write it with her because. You know, I'm basically in love with her. God, yeah, so it's but uh, I don't know, man. Freaking mecha anime, dude. The romance aspect, like it just seemed really boring. Yeah, wait until you get to the second episode, dog. There's some funny shit in there. I don't there. even know. I don't even know if I'm gonna watch it. Don't don't watch it. <laughs> but keeping up with that that anime stuff, I too have been watching anime. What? I've been watching, or I finished the first two seasons of Food Wars. Oh, you and finished I, it? Yeah, I finished it. Did you it watch it? Cool. Dub? I like it. Yeah, I watched it dub, which is what? which I should which which we should have put here as a disclaimer that I prefer dubs, which okay. is like a no no. Well, for... hold on, we'll get into that later for the episode. All right, all right, for all sure. right because I also have an opinion over the dubs. Okay, for sure. So yeah, I've been watching. Food Wars, and I enjoyed it. I think it's pretty cool. I, I think uh, it's funny, but there's just not much there kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, not much is really going on. It gets repetitive. Like, yeah, and the gimmick kind of gets old after a while. Like, it's just like, okay, all right. Like, he made That's something a- that blew your fucking mind, and it's, like, the best thing you ever had. And it, it just gets tired really quickly. It's a shonen with food. Yeah, but like it's it's not like there's no powers. It's kind of like a slice of life shonen, if that makes sense. Uh, because it's like not really about anything except for food. 
and like there's but, no powers and I there's mean, no I, like I, fantasy. I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't referring to the powers. I was referring to the I want to be the very best that no one yeah, ever yeah, was. Yeah. You know? I know, but like, it's just so like, kind of like mundane. Like, it's just like everyday life, except they just cook. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There's nothing like fantastical. There's no like magic or like powers and shit like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool. I like it. I'm gonna wait for the dub for the third season. Yeah, I actually, unfortunately, I got tired of it, so I stopped watching. Which is weird because you were so fucking in love with it. I was, but oh man, I don't know. Like halfway through the third season, I was just like, oh, again. I thought that was stupid that they cut. They see W there. Yeah, it was so stupid that they cut it right where they're gonna like battle the three battle royale or whatever. That was so stupid. Yeah, that was dumb too. Mm -hmm. How was the dub though? The dub was pretty good. Karen was like laughing her ass off because it's. I like the dub of the main characters, but, like, the side characters, like, the two dudes who were, like, bros, uh-huh. they say stuff like, hey, bro, Chacho, or hey, bro, Tendo. And, like, Stop. they say really, like, really cheesy shit. <laughs> oh, shit. So that was not great, but overall, I thought the dub was pretty good. Cool. And it's also... I, I was going to so, go so, back and watch it, too. So since it's dub, I can just watch it, like, and not have to really watch it. I can just listen to it kind of thing. I guess so it's kind of noise. That show does not require a lot of attention. Yeah, it's not one of those shows where like you need to pay attention to everything. It's not Neon Genesis. No, no it's not. It's not. <laughs> Which we'll, we'll get into like the different tiers of anime and our preferences of anime. Yeah. Speaking of anime, we're reviewing an anime. Oh, what's it called though? Oh, my good friend. This one's a goodie. This one is called Megalobox. Which is kind of a stupid name. You think so? I a little bit. Uh, if it's supposed to be like, I wasn't boxing, really like, I wasn't really judging the name. I mean, it's whatever. That's it's not. Like the, it's not great. It's like whatever. They want to go with something different, I guess. You put me on game. Like I didn't know about this shit at all. Well, you, like recommended it. I didn't know about it either. But you know, your boy on that Crunchyroll subscription. You know, it's based on an older anime. So yes. Yeah, so apparently the original manga is called Ashida no Joe, which is uh, apparently like regarded as like one of the best sports anime. I watched the first episode to Megalobox and then I told like people about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then those people were like, "Dude, this reminds me of Ashida no Joe." And I was like, "Why?" So then I looked up Ashida no Joe and then I was like, "Oh shit, it's the same motherfucker." Like the same creator or the same yeah, character? It's literally like the original story, like re envisioned. Oh, okay. That's supposed to be Joe, the the main guy. I thought I thought maybe it was one of those things where it was like, because you know how JoJo's has been around forever, and then like they finally decided to make it into an anime kind of thing. Yeah, no, because this had an anime too in the what was it in the seventies? Fuck. Yeah, so this one is old. So dog. so this is like a. Like a revamp of that, or is yeah, it just... it's basically Beast Wars. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. Transformers was the original. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The setting is completely different. Oh, uh, okay. That's gotcha, like gotcha. like all that stuff, all that vibe, the space vibe and shit. Yeah, that's yeah. all different. Yeah. Oh, but sure. I mean, I it's it's the same characters apparently. Oh. Yeah. So it's kind of like Mad Max. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Did you watch the original Mad Max? I watched the first one, and then I watched just the new one. That's it. 
Oh, okay. But it was it was all right. It's a little dated at this point. It's just like a dystopian future thing. I figure that shit is the like the seventies, right? Yeah, seventies or eighties. I can't remember. Uh, but that's like what got Mel Gibson into the game or whatever. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess that relates to this. The setting is kind of similar, except it's a little more like futuristic. Really? Yeah, like it's one of those things where uh, they never established that it was Earth. Yeah. Or you brought this up. It reminds me a lot of Cowboy Bebop. Hell yeah. And it reminds me a lot of Trigun. Like just, just in terms Hell of setting. Yeah. And also it reminds me a lot of Logan. Ooh, that's a neat... Okay, okay. Yeah, Logan takes place in the future, but it's also kind of desert and like... Abandoned? Yeah, and there's kind of like the seedy underworld kind of thing. Yeah. Which this show has a lot of. This show has definitely like cool vibes to it. They did it better than Krypton. Yeah, definitely. I think so too. Because <laughs> that Krypton, I think, felt a little too glossy. Not only that, it's completely different. I'm just... I'm just bashing it at this point. I think I think it's because it's animated, but the the underground feel feels a lot dirtier. Does that make sense? And I don't know if it was just me. It didn't feel like HD HD. No, and that see that's that's why when you brought up this whole like it's it's basically comes from like an older anime. Uh That's why I thought it was like a JoJo situation because this does not look like modern animation. This looks like it came out around the same time the Trigun or fucking Cowboy came out. Because it's it's pretty good. It's like the equivalent of like people who shoot on film now because everyone shoots digital and no one really shoots on film. So when people shoot on film, it's like noticeable that it looks like an older film, even though it's not. Yeah. To me, that's is... that's the animation style. Like they they made an effort to make it look kind of oldish. Yeah, and not only are they paying homage to like their original product, but they're obviously playing homage to like nineties, uh, maybe late eighties anime. Yeah, like whole, I think, but yeah. but I think it updates it. It has like movie animation. It doesn't have really that much of like anime animation because it doesn't look cheap. It looks mm-hmm. very fluid, and it looks like these characters are constantly like animated instead of just having the stills of the characters and then having their mouths move. Mm. And I like that a lot. I thought I thought the animation was great. And the music, though. Yeah, the music. I don't know. Like I, I'm a little torn on the music because. Oh really. I was like, are they doing a hip hop thing? And then like they changed it to guitars and then they were doing like little futuristic music. So I don't know. I was a little. I thought it was all good, though. It was cool. I liked it. But I was just like, pick a style and stick to it. Oh, okay. I think in the second episode. Oh, well, spoilers. I think there's more hip hop. Okay, for sure. Are they going to stick to more hip hop anyway? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you want to introduce? Okay, so. Originally, Ashida no Joe was written by Asaki Takamori and illustrated by Tetsuya Chibi, which started in January 1st, 1960 fucking eight. That's so fucking long ago, dude. So this bitch is old. Yeah. I mean, the anime ain't old, but this bitch is old. I mean, and it was pretty successful, obviously. 20 volumes, dog. Well, 20 volumes is like much menos. Right. I never read anything more than like five volumes though. But <laughs> anyway, so then the original anime of this show started in April first, nineteen seventy, and only lasted a little bit over a year, the seventy one. Gotcha. And I'm pretty sure there's more adaptations of this manga because I did read there was a few more, but I don't know if it's like a continuation to the original anime or if it's like standalones. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like a reboot, pretty much, in anime form. Yeah, basically. 
And then at first I was like, oh, this just reminds me of, I don't know if you ever watched uh, Hajime no Ippo, Fighting Spirit, whatever. From I've never seen it, but I've USA heard. Kids. That's like the longest running. Manga. There's like a new one. And they're oh, okay. like on episode, I don't know if it's like 100 something or 200 something. You watch that shit, no? No, I watched like a few episodes of the original when mm-hmm. I was a kid, but like not the new one because it's, it's in, uh, it's only subbed. Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah. Your, bo- your boy can't read. Oh. <laughs> Let's do the recap. So Megalobox. So we get introduced to Junk Dog. He sees a Megalobox announcement on TV and he wants to, he's basically orchestrating fights to help his manager slash coach because he's ripping people for money yeah like he's he's throwing fights so that he they can scam people they, pretty they much. even have a whole like how to do it and everything you have the advantage yeah. in the first two rounds and in the third you get your ass knocked out yeah so then junk dog just kind of wants to stop doing that and he's wandering the city one day and he comes across the person who runs the megalomania. She's obviously the antagonist, though. Yeah, I think, right? He's going to fight with her bodyguard, but she cuts it short. And then in his next fight, the bodyguard, which his name is Yuri, shows up. And then the episode ends. So I guess we already kind of gave our first impressions. You just want to get into the style? Sure, go which ahead. Which I guess we kind of did, too, no? I mean, yeah, kind of. I guess we, we'll talk about it a little bit more because I wrote a, little, a few uh, more things. Let, so, let's see what you got. I mean, it, it's not much. We, we already did it pretty much. We, we kind of did. Yeah, we just kept talking about it. I mean, I think it's safe to say that we both enjoy the show. Like, yeah, I, I think I think this is one of those shows where and I think it's different for anime, which I, I was going to mention to you. It's hard to review the first episode because you know how there's a three episode rule for anime. Oh my like, god! You 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 believe in that? I think it's true. I think sometimes the first episode doesn't give you enough, and I think this is the prime example of that because I was like, oh, now the action is coming, and oh fuck, it just ended. But but it kind of did its job though. I think so. so. Like, it, it makes you want to watch the second one, but yeah. it felt a little cheap to do that. Like it didn't feel like mm. a com- complete episode. It just felt like. It's kind of like uh, the way that the Tuco stuff in Breaking Bad felt like it was still part of the first season, but okay. they, they left the first two episodes in the second season, and it felt a little weird. It's kind of like that. Like, if you're going to make a cliffhanger, I don't feel like the first episode is the place to do it. Like, if you're going to have a cliffhanger, make sure it's like a a series or like a season cliffhanger where, like, this set up what's, gonna, what's to come. Kind of like what Barry did, where, like, they set up that the camera is going to be like an issue in the future. You know what I mean? Well, I get you, but I think this is going to be one of those that finishes off. Yeah, because it's already been confirmed it's 13 episodes. Oh, so it's like a limited series? I don't know if it's going to be a limited series, but I know like usually the 13 ones, they usually end. We should also get into the fact that this is like a sports anime. Oh, like it's not yeah. it's about boxing. It's not it's not just boxing though. It's very like it's like real steel. Yeah, where, like machines use... fight each other. But it's a little different than that because it's like Edward Elric. What is what is the stuff he uses? Like auto mail. Auto mail. Yeah. It reminds like me of, that. but it, I mean, it still feels like a boxing. Like oh, well, it's, it is you boxing. Know what I mean, but like there's a, like a little twist. You know? Yeah, and I feel I feel like boxing kind of escapes 
the sports genre a little bit because mm-hmm. it's like so violent. Like yeah. Cinderella Man, Rocky, or even Creed. They don't they don't necessarily feel like sports movies, but they kind of are because they they have like similar story structures. Even like Million Dollar Baby, they all have like very similar structures. They have like this ambition in them. They can't beat the person. But then they're going to train and then they overcome or they lose. That's pretty much the structure of like boxing narratives. Mm. Now that we're talking like combat sports anime, I'm surprised there's not a successful like MMA one. Well, I mean, Street Fighter is kind of that, right? Or maybe they're not there yet, you know? But like a whole like competition thing, like a UFC anime type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like I've seen like wrestling one. Uh, I've never seen that. You, my boy, I know you remember Ultimate Muscle. That's not... Is it an anime? That wasn't, like, an American thing? It's called Kinikuman. Man. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, I guess. Yeah. I never watched it, though. Dude, you are not gonna believe this shit. What? It's still going on? Homeboy goes back to 1979. God damn, dude. Ultimate muscle, y'all. Yeah. 1979. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, so, alright. Let's talk about our preference for animes. You and I have a relationship with anime. We used to watch it in high school. Let me ask you, how would you describe your relationship with anime? Like, how do you feel about it? What does it mean to you now? I think, like, the first time I ever watched anime, the the one thing that comes to mind was different. Okay. It's just, it was all, like, different when I was a kid, you know? Yeah. Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball Z old Gundam series especially those like there's yeah. no cartoon Gundam was like G.I. Joe on steroids yeah freaking f- machines and like advanced weaponry like thing that drew me in was it's like different to like American style cartoons yeah I think I think definitely that's true you know so I mean as far as like drawing me in one of your favorite shows of all time is an anime of course DBZ well, forever. And I watched it before these hype kids. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to throw that in there. But yeah. <laughs> you were one of the hype kids back in the day. Like, yeah. I mean, it's also, I mean, we have to admit, it's the biggest anime that's ever happened, pretty much. You think so? I don't I know. So. Sometimes. Like, I think in terms of just time, for how long it's run and for the impact that it's had, I think you can consider that one of the biggest animes. Mm, I'm not saying it'll always be like that, but I think it has like name recognition where like people who don't even watch anime know it. Definitely. Pokemon is probably another big one. Yeah, but people don't know Pokemon from the anime. People know Pokemon more for the games, which I mean, it started from the games. But it has name recognition and all that stuff. You get what I mean? Yeah. And then how do do you think about it now as an adult? Anime? Oh, yeah. I like I still like anime. It's just really hard for me to take a lot of it serious, especially at the age I'm at now. Yeah. So I I just enjoy it. You know, like especially like shows like this and like can give me like a throwback feel. Yeah. I enjoy that a lot. And but I think that's a big reason why I did watch like Dragon Ball Super. You know, it's just like it made me feel like 10 again. Yeah, it's like nostalgia. Yeah, I also just, just think that there are different kinds of anime watchers. I mean, I won't talk about all of them, but I think the most common are like seasonal watchers, like people who watch everything that's out that's new. Oh, that's hard. I don't know how people do that. 
And then people who watch like just their older stuff or like mm-hmm. they wait until like time has passed and they watch like the good stuff. There's like legit people that watch like everything. Yeah. And I just sit there and I'm just like, how? And it's there's so much fucking anime. It's just like there's so much TV, but there's so much anime that it's impossible to keep up. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie to you. I do like sometimes keep up with seasonal stuff, but I have to like really, really like it. Yeah, so, okay, that that's what I'm trying to get at. I'm trying to get at how would you describe your anime watching? What kind of anime watcher are you at this age? I think I'm a little bit more than the average viewer. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go by, you know, like, the, the kids that go to, like, every con, con uh, you know, every, like, little thing or is obsessed with Jap. Even the kids that are obsessed with Japanese culture. Like, I'm just like, I respect it. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I respect it. And some things I like. But oh man, like, like you, t- whole... you kind of toe the middle line. Yeah, like the pillow thing. Oh nah, dog. The fucking weeb shit. Dude, the pillow thing. Nah, I, 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 I don't know. get it. I don't know, my dude. You're like, you're like one more anime box away from that. Oh man, that's that's gotta go. Yeah. So for me, I think I'm more of like a. I'm like a casual, but I like more serious animes. Like I don't watch much of the seasonal stuff. Unless it catches my eye, but rarely do I watch stuff that's currently airing. I like more of like the serious seinens, which is also a part of the different genres of anime. And this one that we're reviewing today is, would you consider it a shonen? Or would you consider it like a seinen? I would consider it a shonen just because I've seen the second episode and I know where it's kind of going. Yeah. Because I think so, there can be, like, shonen seinens, right? Well, yeah, there is. And this one has a little bit of both, and I agree with that. But I think it carries a little more towards the shonen. Would you consider Full Metal a shonen? Yeah, I would. See, I don't know if that would be a shonen because it doesn't feel like... It doesn't feel like he's chasing the top spot. The only thing that he wants is to get his brother's body back and his arm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't feel like, oh... I need to become the number one alchemist of all time. He doesn't want to be the best of all time, but he wants to become one. Right? That's it was like his primary goal even before the whole situation. Yeah, but that was only when he mom. was like a kid or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, we don't get much of that. But yeah, I would definitely consider it a shonen, I think. I think it has a lot of shonen aspects as far as like uh, the swerves, the comebacks, the betrayals. Yeah. But, I mean, it does have a lot of different traits. But, you know what? That's what makes Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood one of the best anime of all time. I think what takes Full Metal from being a shonen, or, like, what stops it from being a shonen, is that it never feels like an anime that's gonna draw itself out too long. Like, it's not gonna overstay its welcome. Like, it always felt to me when I was watching it like it was gonna be a finite story. Like, it's gonna be a story about these characters and how they try to accomplish their goal but it never felt like it was about his ambition it always felt more about like how he cares about his family whereas this one i think the only thing that that makes me want to categorize it as a shonen is the fact that you said it might be 13 episodes because mm-hmm. usually seinen's are really short like they're usually only like 13 or like 40 or, or 30 episodes they never go on longer than that they're pretty short usually wait since we're in the uh full metal alchemist topic i just want to ask one question about that what's up do you think that show dotted all of his i's and crossed all its t's by the end uh, 
In terms of big stuff, yes. I, I definitely think so. I think that it... I always have trouble because I haven't seen it in such a long time with, like, differentiating the original series and the new series. But mm, okay. to me, it felt like the, the story felt more complete in the new series because he goes into, like, he confronts, like, the truth or whatever. So that always felt more complete. But I don't know. That's just me. What do you think? Um, Like, sometimes I wish, like, especially, you know, I'm a sucker for... Roy and Hawkeye, <laughs> lols. Yeah. I've always uh wanted uh to know, you know, or confirm, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know what you know what I'm talking about. But uh, I, it was obviously a thing. It was obviously a thing. We're not gonna we're not gonna be talking about that. But I watched it recently with Michelle. Like not the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Just a few episodes. Yeah. I caught myself laughing a lot, like with the dub. Like at how bad it is. Or? Especially Alphonse. Is that like the, you didn't like I, it? I don't, don't like want to say I didn't like it because I obviously love the show. But I just laughed a lot. And I remember not laughing that much. You didn't I don't think like I it? did like it. I don't think I did. Okay. I don't know. See, like the way it lives in my memory is like... I thought it was like a little ridiculous at times. But it worked yeah. for me. Because like in the moments where like it was really sad. Because like, Alphonse was kind of like the emotional character where like he consoled people and like he made mm-hmm. them feel better about stuff and i feel like that voice worked well because he like is kind of echoey and he kind of it always kind of sounds like he feels bad yeah and you know what the age we watched it in was perfect i think yeah i think so too because like it it really like shapes so if you, you guys are sure. below the age of 18 definitely watch fullmetal alchemist brotherhood yeah, I don't. I think this became like the Full Metal podcast. So yeah, so then we should also say that we both really like dubs, or I prefer dubs because I'm lazy. I don't want to read, like a foreign film. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. But it's subs. only gonna be That's two fine, hours. But only with it. So there's something about it where I just can't commit <laughs> to reading it. It's just, and that's not to say that the dubs are better. They're not. They're, they're really they're bad not. dubs. But I just, I don't know. I just prefer it. And you know what? Cool, because this goes back to the whole, I really, really have to like it to watch it seasonal. Because your boy yeah. does not like subs either. And and quite frankly, I don't mean to diss my people that like subs. Because I respect it. But how the mm-hmm. fuck are you going to prefer something that you have no idea what they're talking about. Or understand what they're saying. To something... That you're listening yeah. and you can understand perfectly. It's one of those things where, like, I feel kind of uncultured. I don't like. Care. I've accepted that I'm a little uncultured when I say it because, like, in a in a film, I would never, except for, <laughs> except for anime films. <laughs> but in a film, I would never ever watch it dub. Like, I would never watch like a French film dub because I just feel like that would ruin the experience. But with an anime, I'm just like. Whatever. I just listen to it because I I don't want to have to read it all the time. And I feel like people like romanticize that shit. They're like, oh, like you like dubs? Like, wow. It just sounds so much better sub that their voices sound so much cooler. And I'm like, not that really. Does not, they, no, that doesn't make any sense. That is sense. not necessarily I'm true. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that's just an us thing. Yeah, y'all that watch their watch sub, you know? Yeah, y'all yeah, do. Yeah, y'all do you. All right, so let's talk about the themes the last one we did was the only episode that we ever done 
where we rarely talked about the episode because it became more like a podcast about like what reality TV means, what something like Queer Eye does for gay people. Is it just exploiting them to just make a straight person better kind of thing? It became more of that. So it was more like a conversation about reality TV than it was about the, the episode. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the themes. The themes that I wrote down, the first one is about uh, like wanting to prove yourself, which is the constant, constant, constant theme with Shonen's, where Naruto wants to be the best. He wants to be the Hokage. He wants to be the best ninja or whatever. Goku wants to be the best fighter, which I think if you think about Goku, he's kind of, he has like a, an illness. Like he he needs to be the best. Like he constantly needs to fight and he's just like an absent father. Um, and any other shonen where they just need to be the best. Why you gotta? Why you gotta talk shit about my boy Kakarot though? I mean, come on, you you can admit it. Piccolo is Gohan's real. Okay, look, look, bro. Unfortunately, Goku couldn't be there because he fucking sacrificed himself for the fucking Earth. Interesting. Interesting how how he sacrificed himself for the Earth when he could have just been at home chilling. All I'm saying is that if this was reality. Chi Chi would have divorced his ass and been like, <laughs> "You need to pay this alimony, bitch." <laughs> Dude, I love the episode where Piccolo is like the babysitter for Pan, and he talks about like all the stuff that he does for her, or yeah. whatever. Like, you have to like take care of her like this. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, we've all known it. We've all known that he's a he's a true father. He's a parental figure. Anyway, so I think that is also part of the boxing narrative, like wanting to prove yourself. I think it makes a lot of sense for a shonen to be situated in the boxing narratives because in Rocky, it's about like him being an underdog. He ends up like winning, but also losing, which is kind of something that they played with. And I think it, it fits really with that theme of like needing to prove yourself or like testing your abilities fits really well for this anime, I think. Mm. And it also just comes out a lot with, with narratives about sports where you just have to overcome. And I mean, there's really only two outcomes with sports movies is like they either win or they lose. But it's always about how they got there, how much it meant to them, or like how much they've grown as a person kind of thing. Yeah, and then the other theme that I wanted to touch on, is, uh, this is a little like hidden or like it's not super explored in the first episode, but they talk about how this little competition. It, megalomania. Megalomania is like... It's perpetuating violence. And I think that's an idea that exists in the real world where, like, people think that these, like, violent sports are creating a violent mentality. You know what I'm saying? People who watch NFL or, like, people who watch UFC, it just breeds more violence. Like, it breeds, like, a violent mentality kind of thing. Mm, Okay. And I feel like the show hinted at that a little bit. And I don't, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying that I necessarily subscribe to that. Like, I don't think that watching violent media makes you more violent, but I do think that that is a concept that people think about a lot. Um, what do you think about that? In sports or, or like just in the real world? Like, do you think like sports watching fans are violent, violent stuff or sports fans get violent? Sports fans who watch contact sports are more violent or does, does that culture breed violence? <sighs> Okay, because this is—I mean, you're you're a big sports fan. Okay, you're a big sporto. Sporto. I look. I like football. I like it a lot. 
but I draw the line. Like, this whole bullshit with the constant fighting, I've been to four NFL games. Mm-hmm. And at all four of them, I've seen at least three fights. That's not acceptable. So, I don't know. Maybe it's the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do agree. I will say this. Football fans are very aggressive and very violent. So, yeah. maybe they there there is some truth to what you're speaking. But I I, I I wouldn't know anything about boxing fans. But also football is like a very American sport. Yeah, but whereas I mean, boxing is like international. Do you really gotta fight though? I don't I don't get it. Like I'm just no. I just think that as a culture, that's kind of like as humankind, we're really violent. I find like, it. I don't think I find it really dumb. Important. But I also think it's dumb to like place it on media as the reason why we're really violent. Like video games or like oh, okay. movies. Like to say that those things are the reason why we're so violent is kind of ignoring the fact that we have constant games or sports where we glorify this. Like hockey is love for its violence. Football is love for the violence. Boxing, UFC, all these contact sports are love for violence. We even get it in baseball. Yeah. So I think that shit's there. Yeah. And I think there's a huge market for that. And cool. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like it this is like another side to the argument about like films and video games are the reason why we're so violent. But I'm like, well, there's also that that also exists in other forms of culture beyond just like visual mediums. Anyway. So I think another little, little snippet that was in there was about how junk dog is like, I don't know if you caught it, but like junk dog kind of kept hinting that like, he's not a huge fan of this like sport like he prefers like real boxing did you catch that to me it was one of those things where like this is what real boxing is oh if you can't box okay, for yeah, real yeah, yeah. without this the gear then you can't box at all yeah like his way of boxing yeah yeah, yeah. he's like he's more of a purist kind yeah, of thing. yeah 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 and i feel like he caught that when he sees yuri like when he's gonna fight yuri mm-hmm. because like when when yuri takes the stance he's like oh shit like this motherfucker's for real. Yeah, like he knows he's not just he's not just one of these uh, immigrants. I don't know about immigrants because <laughs> I think like because the immigrant thing, I think I think we'll be able to understand that a little better when this whole when we watch the whole series. But like the only thing I got for immigrants was about how only citizens can participate in the megalomania thing. Like they're not allowing foreign people to fight kind of thing you didn't think it kind of played through his like what bracket he's in as far as economically and everything what do you mean like he's obviously not the like in a high tier of social yeah like he's not rich yeah of course he's not rich like all those people are looked down upon but okay so so this is what i'm trying to figure out i don't know if they got into this a little bit more in the second episode but they did it so are like are the people who are like not citizens just from a different like they're foreign or are they just like not allowed into the city kind of thing they, you know what i mean yeah they didn't get into it because because the way they've, they they presented it so far being an immigrant being foreign is connected to your class which is something you touched on a little bit about how they look down on him mm-hmm. for not not having good gear not being a citizen. Well, at well, no point in this episode, maybe until the end, Yuri 
he is the mega low box champion, right? Yeah. So he is like obviously at the highest tier of wealth, fame, whatever, right? Yeah. He didn't even like, like, see him as like someone that is capable of touching him or the ground he walks on, you know? Yeah, and I think that's that comes back to like the class issues where like Yuri's at obviously at the top and he's achieved so much through fighting, but people at the bottom don't even get that chance because they don't have that kind of money. And I think I think that even creates like a barrier of entry for the competition. Like you can't even participate if you don't have a certain amount of money kind of thing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's that's hidden in there. Like it's not explicit, but it's kind of implicit. It's kind of like a bullshit thing where like everyone can participate, but only certain people can participate. Like every citizen can participate, but it's one of those things where not everyone gets to be a citizen kind of thing. Obviously, though, my boy will be going to megalomania. Yeah, I think put a I hurt think that to that's Yuri what they were gonna and become champion. I what I would love is that he gets there and still loses. See, that would make sense because Rocky did that pretty well. Yeah. Rocky was about how he tried so hard and then he loses, but it was the fact that he became like a much better, like he became a big deal in the process. Yeah. See, this show does remind me a lot of like Cowboy Bebop and, you know, stuff like that from the 90s. But Cowboy Bebop, I don't think it was predictable. Yeah, no. Cowboy Bebop is was like... not predictable at all. I feel like Cowboy Bebop is like kind of like god tier anime of like, course you can't, of course you can't even compare it because it was yeah. one of those shows that set itself apart from anything else because you never knew what was going to happen yeah. you just knew that it was about these characters in the way that they're like bounty hunters but you don't know what the fuck is really happening whereas this show it fits into like the sports format of wanting to be better what i would like is that this show were also not to be predictable i don't know if we're gonna get that yeah probably not. i feel like this show is good for what it is mm-hmm. but i don't know if it'll be amazing so i think we'll have to we'll have to see what, what what else comes of it i'm not gonna lie though i know you didn't because you already know but when I, as soon as i finished watching this episode which was uh like two weeks ago or whatever the first thing i did was google if the creator of Cowboy Bebop had any type of hand in this. Did he? He did not. Oh. Yeah. I mean, but that show is so influential where, like, it has to bleed into all types of culture. He had to produce something. He had to have done something here. Because yeah. music, Champloo, animation, Bebop. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think another thing I wanted to get into was, like, this little dog narrative that they set up. Like, his name is Junk Dog, and he consistently calls himself a stray, and he talks about how, like, he hates being tamed, or, like, they show the way that he hates being tamed, which is this idea of him having to throw the fight. There's, like, this moment where he's going to fight Yuri in the rain, where his owner, like, stops them from fighting, and he calls him, like, a trained dog, and I think that even that... that gets more into that idea these dudes that are fighting are kind of like animalistic mm. and they fight and i think that that kind of 
speaks junk dog beast inside of him where like he needs to fight and he needs to win and he's like in a station where he can't he he wants to break out from being stuck losing fights kind of thing like he wants to break out and be he wants to be like glorious like he wants to he wants to glory and he wants like money and shit if yuri is like trained and junk dog is like the stray yuri likes that he has like these resources from being trained like his quote-unquote owner provides all these resources for him mm. whereas junk dog he values like f- the freedom of not being controlled yet in a way he's still being controlled like he's a stray because he's not allowed to be he's not a citizen but he's still like kind of a trained stray dog because he has to obey the 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 guy who's helping him set up the fights and like throwing them so i thought there was like this 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 constant like narrative about dogs that kept showing up what if they do like a whole he gets tired of owner yeah, see, I think that that could be a thing. And then they're do. obviously gonna oh the team up the team up episode. <laughs> see, even even that adds to the to the dog narrative. Like, yeah, he calls it does. her owner. There's a lot of stuff about yeah. dogs in the show. And to be fair, we didn't we don't know anything about Yuri. Yeah, we don't the know. The only thing about we know about Yuri is that he's the Megalobox champion. We don't know yeah. how he got there, how long he's had it, any details, nothing. That's all we know. And that he also has gear. Yeah, and it's one of those relationships where it's already set up where he will do anything that his owner says. Like it could be one of those things where like she saved him as a kid or she did something for him and he has to just listen to him or she's holding him hostage kind of. He, he could not be human. We don't know that. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah. So, and I mean, he was always, he was like dead silent for most of the episodes. I like, I like him. Yeah, he's cool so far. I like him all. I even like the little guy in the beginning that fixes his bike. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah. So. All right. So let's get into the, the B. Oh no. The B. It's, it's time. The BTs, the broken TVs. The broken TV. Let me go first this time. I never go first. All what right. Up? So what up? I just need to ask you one question. What's popping? How many? Mm-hmm. I need to know how many. Oh, I'm finna tell you. How many goddamn BTs we giving this some bitch? This shit right here? Mm-hmm. All right. So, I liked the first episode. I thought that it was, it was like an improvement on the sports genre where, like, it felt similar to other sports narratives about boxing where like they want to be the best and like they're stuck in a rut but i think the fact that they set him up as someone who like consistently throws fights made it a little more interesting for me because now he has like a small hurdle to overcome and then you'll get to see whether or not he actually has the stuff to make it or whatever i'm a fan of that I just think that it's weighed down by the genre. Like, I think that the fact that it's a sports anime is what's what's going to weigh it down ultimately for me. Mm, okay. So I'm going to go with a 3.5 to 4, or like a 3.8. 3.8. Yeah, because I thought it was pretty good, and I, I enjoyed it. And I I would keep watching it. But I just think the fact that it, it's, it's kind of a shonen kind of weighs it down for me too, because I think that shonens are a little tired, and there's very few that really improve on the form mm-hmm. 
I think my hero is a good example of that. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna stick with. Oh, that it's getting tired for you, or that it's improving. No, I think my hero is improving on the form. Oh, okay. Like they're revamping what it means to be a shonen. Let me ask you, my friend. Mm. What are you gonna give it? How many broken TV? Well, you know damn well, I'm the opposite of you. I love me mm-hmm. some sports. Mm-hmm. I love me some sports. I love me some baseball. You also love the underdog. I do. I do. I love the underdog. I love the whole leave for 20 episodes, train in the freaking heavens, come back and kill the motherfucker. Lulz. You know, you know, that that's, that's my anime. That's how I like it. So I'm not a huge fan of boxing, but you know, your boy is watching this. Your boy is not only watching this, he is going to be watching it. As soon as it's available. Because your boy loved this shit. Style. Direction. Music. Characters. Okay. Oh. It's got it for your my, boy. My boy's all over. Yeah. Like I'm telling you, dog. This shit. giving me like an explanation. It hit me. It hit me in the feels with the animation. As the first, the whole like scorpion scene. I didn't even mention the animation. Oh my god. When the, when the scorpion eats the thing, it's the fucking dogs. Yeah. It's the him being pulled down by the man. Yeah. It's it's dude. This show is lit for me. It's just It's Liddy. It's Liddy's dog. So you're gonna give it the Liddy Award? Oh, you already know. Not only that, it's by yes. far the best anime of the season. Until my hero academia, like you know, starts academian, then <laughs> academia almond. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> then this <laughs> shit is is levels above that. Because, you know, damn well, this first episode was better than that first episode. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. None of that fucking recap so, bullshit. So give me them BTs, bitch. Oh, you already know. You it's me? happening. We're going, Why are you teasing we're me? going with a solid foe. That's it? We're going with that solid foe. That's all? The Lid- the Liddy Award is only foe? That, wow. You know, we're going with that foe. And you can't see me right now, but I'm doing something with my hands. Jerking off or what? Yeah, something. Let, let's go with that. T- but we're going, we going with that foe. Okay. I like that. I don't All I right. don't want to go past that because I haven't done anything past 4.1. And, and you know, I got to... Re- yes, you have. No, well, yeah, Barry. But, I mean, that, 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 that that's Barry, dog. Would you say that you like anime more than, like, real-life television? Oh, man, that's a hard one. I, for me, it's a no. I like real life television more, but I feel like for you, maybe you watch more. I kind of it's it's like the best of both worlds for me. I don't know. It's yeah, because I think anime is like it's yeah, like I think you it is the best <clears throat> of both worlds. You know like, what though? I will say this: there's a lot of anime I like, but there's hardly any anime I love. Does that make any sense? Yes. Okay. Because, like, with TV shows, like, there's a lot of shows that I love and I can go back on and rewatch them and all that stuff. But with anime, like, I can watch anime and I can like it. But it's just, like, to go yeah. back, it's just like, oh, man, I can't find maybe Full Metal, maybe Cowboy. You know, yeah, I'll go there's back, not, there's not many. watch it. There's not many animes that have rewatch value. Like it, it, Whereas TV shows, there's a lot. If of we're TBHing right now. Yeah, TBH that shit. Yeah. Be. It is what it is. And I'm sorry, my weaves out there. I love y'all. I, I've been to the Anime Expo. By the way, was not that great. Lulz. 
But I've been there. No, 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 no. Yeah, so I guess this prediction, we can't really do it. We can't really do it. It, it, It's confirmed 13 episodes. I I don't know by, by, you know, from what I'm hearing from my, from my Weibo friends, it's, it's, it's looking, it's looking, uh, it's looking good. I don't know if this is one of those things that carries on. Let's do a hypothetical then. If we were just to judge based on the first episode, or for you, the first two episodes, how long would you say that this goes on for? Just based on that, like how 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 much time would you give it? I don't want to give it. I don't want to give anything long. I would say two seasons, like a good twenty six episodes. I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah, I could I could see this being like like a twenty six or like a mm-hmm. thirty episode kind of thing. Yeah. I could also see it being milk. I think so, too, like once he gets to the top tier or whatever. All right, so you're going to say 26, and I'm going to say 30 episodes. Is that right? Oh, diff. So you would say you liked it, I loved it, right? Yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Like, I would recommend it to people. Yeah. I don't think it was, like, amazing. Let, let, me, let me give you another question, though. Let me shoot something. Will you keep watching, or is this a? I'll wait for the dub. If it's a thirteen episode, I I think I would keep watching, mm. but I'm gonna wait for the dub. I think. Okay. I mean, if I watch it with somebody, I don't mind. I'll I'll watch it. Oh, okay. But I I'm I'd prefer watching it dubbed. I feel like the dub would be really good, cause just based on the animation. Definitely, and unfortunately, there's no dubs announced Plan. yet. Which I feel Funimation has dropped the ball on this one. But they're obviously putting all their eggs on My Hero Academia's basket. Anyway, that's it. We're done. Passengers. Passengers, uh, we have landed. That's it. Oh, you're not going to keep it short. Uh, This was Megalobox. Testicles 1-2. <laughs> what you know about I'm that? I haven't done that. Uh, that's that TBT oh, right there, dog. That's a so <laughs> plain. Peace. Pilot boy out. Cookie.